You're listening to the John Clark cast. My name is John Clark. I'm your host. I'm a licensed counselor just like you, and I'm a, a group practice owner, and I'm a guide for therapists trying to build a better business without all the overwhelm, and I'm practicing saying that more so that you all know who I am and what this show is about. On this show, we talk about the business side of running a therapy practice, and um, the intent is for you to have a full, happy practice and, um, and, and to thrive in what you're doing. There's a lot of stuff we don't learn in graduate school, but um, fear not because there's, uh, there's a chance to learn it here. Um, I'm glad you're here with me today. Today is a solo episode. It's a shorter one, but in this episode I sit down, I talk more about fees because it was such a good conversation last week and it spurred more conversations online. And I got some interesting responses from Instagram that I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into. So short solo episode today talking more about fees. Let's dive in. Before we dive into the episode, do me a favor. I've got another action step for you. Um, Pause this episode. Go to thejohnclark.com forward slash strategy session to book a free call with me. I want to know how you're doing. I want to know how your practice is going and see if there's um, anything I can do to help you get where you want to be and build the practice of your dreams. thejohnclark.com forward slash strategy session for a free uh, call with me. Um, all right, let's do this. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It is Monday, December 3rd. And that's weird to say. I, I, I hate to be one of those people that, you know, like if you're in public and you're, you're standing in line or something and uh, someone starts talking about the date and they're like, I can't, be- I can't believe it's December. December already. Can't believe it. Can you believe it's here? I can't believe it. And then the other person goes, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Or that's me usually. I always go, yeah, yeah, that's, cra- that's crazy. <laughs> and then I'll, but then some, the cynical part of me is like, well, that's, uh, that's how time works, you guys. December always comes after November as far as I know. And, uh, I get the sentiment, right? The sentiment is like, wow, time flies, but it's always funny. It's like, can you believe it? That can't be right. It can't be December. And it's like, well, it sure is because my MacBook pro says it is. So it must be, but anyway, it is Monday, December 3rd. It's a sunny morning here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And, uh, it's quite warm. It's like 60 some today. So it's really nice. It's still just kind of feeling like fall, which is not making it feel like December. So maybe that's another reason why people are so confused because hashtag global warming. Um, but that's not what this show is about after all, you know? Um, so what's going on? Yeah, I've got all sorts of stuff going on. I'm going to be honest. I've just got a ton of stuff up in the air. Uh, I'm, I'm going out of the country for a bit. I'm going back to Paris for about a month, uh, coming up here next week. So we just, just got so much going on, you know, and, and there's those times in your life where you just have so much going on, going through a lot of transitions 
and it's it can be tricky to stay grounded and to just get all your work done. You know, that's the other thing is getting all your work done. And um, this, you know, making this show happen every week and for as long as we've been doing the two a weeks, it's um, it, it's a commitment. It's one of the it's one of my favorite parts of my job, so um, I, I would never act like it's a burden or whatever. But it is a responsibility. It's a commitment, and um, I've, I've got to, you know, I've got to make time for it. We're almost at a hundred episodes, so that's if each episode is more than an hour, or often let's say roughly an hour, sometimes more. Um, it's over a hundred hours of recording well over a hundred hours of recording, probably closer to like 200. And then uh, all the back end work that goes into getting things ready, typing up the show notes, scheduling the guests, um, reminding the guests, reminding me to get my microphone working or, um, brush my teeth before the episode. No, I'm just kidding. Laura doesn't do quite that, but she does keep me, uh, she does keep me all together. So I'm very grateful um what else so anyway yeah it's just it's it's one of those things i'm trying to commit to 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 keeping up with the episodes you might see a little variability over the next few weeks while i'm traveling um but but it's all good and you know what i would say this will be this will be very contradictory what i would say is during those weeks or if, if you don't see an episode on a monday or wednesday in the next month or so um, maybe just enjoy that time either to yourself or stepping away from business stuff or my personal favorite, listening to non, uh, uh, non business podcasts. You know, I think we, we, we love our business podcasts. I love my business podcasts, but also, you know, we're, we are, we can get quite consumed with trying to fit it all in. And sometimes I think it's really helpful to step back into, um, I don't know, just fill your mind with other stuff, creative stuff, entertaining stuff. I love comedians podcasts. You guys, you guys might know that, but, um, that's, that's what I love to kind of fill in the gaps with personally. But yeah, it's, you know, it can be, it can be consuming and the, the risk is always, um, taking in more information than you can implement. And that's not a good look for any of us the old information bloated status. So I don't want that to happen to you. So, and that's another reason why I think, you know, sometimes I try to keep things light in here, at least on the solo episodes and then, and, but still offer some value, but never, never with the overwhelm, never over, overwhelming you, hopefully. Um, so anyway, yeah, I have a little variability coming up the next few weeks, but we do have some great guests coming up. We've got Laura Long coming on the show again. Um, probably gonna, she'll probably embarrass me. She'll probably say something that offends me and you. And, um, she might get up and I don't know, give us a tour of her office again or something completely off script. So she's coming up. Amber Lida is coming up constantly rivaling Laura Long for some of the best and funniest episodes. And um, who else? We've got a few people. We're just going to have to see. We are just going to have to see. Um, okay, so today I wanted to start by elaborating on our conversation about fees because that episode I did last week, I think it was last week, you know, was it was responding to a question about um, 
fees. The, the question was from, from a listener, should you base your fee on how many years you have been licensed? And this person had said, well, basically I stated my private pay fee and I got a reaction from a therapist. And I just had a hunch that it wasn't a good reaction. <laughs> and that's why this person was asking or kind of, you know, trying to get clear on, are my fees too high? Am I offending other therapists with my fees? Should I lower them? because I'm getting pressure from other therapists or they're balking at my fees. And so we talked a lot about that last week and um, it spurred, uh, you know, a little more conversation here and there, social media, whatever. And people seem to really like the episode. And then on, on Instagram, I'm going to pull this up here. Um, On Instagram, we made some posts just digging more into that conversation. And I wanted to start by kind of continuing the conversation using some of these um, responses to a post. So um, we asked on Instagram, what is the main um, kind of factor when for you when setting your fees as a therapist? And here's some different reactions that let's, let's talk about. One, uh, the sensitive therapist says, I'm not just calling them that. <laughs> the sensitive therapist, no, it's, at sensitive therapist on Instagram says expenses and ability to have work-life balance. So let's break that down. Expenses. Uh, yeah, I think that's one way to do it, right? Basing your fees on your expenses. The only challenge with that is your expenses can and will change. I found this out the hard way one time. I was in a really cheap office, uh, my second office in Charlotte, and um, had set my fees in part accordingly. And then guess what? Uh, got evicted from that office had again and my rent doubled so all of a sudden basing my fees on my expenses didn't work so well so that I, that's that's why I would kind of warn against it because there can and will be some variability in that um, I, yes you should factor them in as part of the equation but your your expenses overall um, should be as low as possible I think should be no more than um, say 20 between 20 to 30 percent of your overall revenue. Um, and that's probably a pretty high number. Yeah, that's probably a pretty high number. Um, because let's just say that, let's run some numbers here. Let's say you're charging 120, seeing 20 people a week. That's 2,400 earned a week times four. That's 9,600 a month. Let's see what 30% of that is. Yeah, that's pretty high. So 30% of that is 2,880. So those of you in cities might have rent, big cities might have rent looking like that, but those of you not, your rent's going to be a lot lower. So ideally I'd like to see your expenses be lower. You know what I mean? Even, even let's say, um, you know, 20%, 15, 20% would be really awesome. If you have a office that's affordable or you're subletting it, then you've got your EHR, maybe your paid advertising costs, and then one-time costs like furniture and whatnot, maybe a phone line, stuff like that, email address. Uh, but hopefully you can keep your overhead relatively low. That's the cool thing about our kind of business. There's very little uh, <laughs> very little um, materials, required materials and equipment required and short of doing like EMDR or, you know, having a pulse ox for Gottman therapy or whatever. Um but yeah, that's the cool thing is that our overhead is relatively fixed and relatively low compared to other businesses that have equipment and tons of, I don't know, employees and machines and a whole kitchen and kitchen furniture, whatever. Um, 
So anyway, going back, uh, sensitive therapist saying expenses. Yes. So we've talked about that and ability to have work-life balance. Big yes to that one. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great one. So thinking about the lifestyle that you want and setting your fees accordingly. I think that's a fantastic way to set your fees. A much, much, much better way than how most therapists do it, which is they look around, they look left, they look right, they go, this person in the, the office next door is charging 110, this person over here is charging 130, I should charge 120. Because I'm a little better than this person, I'm not as good as this other person. <laughs> you know, something like that. Something, some kind of emotional like that or kind of uh, arbitrary, right? And again, that's how we keep ourselves limited as we look left and right and go, well, I certainly can't charge more than Jim next door or Susan next door because they're charging 180 and they've been licensed a long time or they are, you know, they have that EMDR training. The reality is clients are infinitely less concerned with your training, your credentials, your license, where you went to school. They're concerned mostly with one thing. Can you get me the results I'm looking for? Um, <clears throat> we can feel at times like it's everything depends on us and it's all about us and my credentials, I got to go to more trainings, more trainings, more trainings. Most of us have, are overqualified for the job, I think. In fact, <clears throat> I had to tell one of our um, business made human mastermind group participants to, to, to go on a sabbatical for more clinical trainings. And if you're listening, um, <clears throat> you know, this is said with care, but you know, it's great to advance yourself clinically, but at some point trainings are really expensive and uh, yes, you want to invest in yourself, but you don't want to invest in yourself so much that you don't pay yourself right? And that, that happens a lot. I've met so many therapists at this point who, who either haven't paid themselves in the course of their business so far, or, um, you know, like, yeah, they haven't paid themselves at all, or they're paying themselves very, very little because they're pouring too much back into the business or into clinical trainings or whatever. Maybe, and maybe some of that comes from trying to almost overcompensate or trying to get, you know, like earn my fee or feel worthy of my fee or whatever. I, I get that. I get that. We need to have enough training to feel, like we, um, our fee is on point and appropriate, but we don't want to go over the top with it. So, but again, I, I, I do like this idea of, um, setting your fee based on work-life balance. Uh, let's see another, another, um, follower says prices on your office space, administrative fees, et cetera, overhead. Yep. So we talked about that. Awesome. And then he also said, this is, uh, his username is always on the go 73. Um, he says what your time is worth. Okay. So that's an interesting one, right? What your time is worth. I think that's a good answer. I think that's a very good factor to, to look at in this bigger picture of how, how do I set my fees? Because you, when you get clear on what your time is worth, you start, well, you start seeing that you should be doing your most expensive task in your business as much as humanly possible. And you see what it's worth to you to outsource the 10, 15, $20 an hour tasks, because you have a task that can earn well over a hundred dollars that can earn well over $200 an hour. If you, if your marketing is on point and you have a system and a plan for generating new clients whenever you need them. So 
if you have that in place, it becomes pretty obvious that uh, what task you should be mostly doing in your business, especially if you're a solo practitioner. If you're a group practitioner, um, I, you need to have a much smaller caseload. And I see a lot of group practitioners, group owners not doing this right. Uh, if you're a group owner, you need to have a much smaller caseload, a minimal caseload, even a zero caseload I think is fine. I, I like to keep mine up because I love therapy. It's my, it's my roots. I love doing it. I love my clients. Uh, and it, you know, um, you know what I mean? I'm not in love with my clients, but I love working with my clients. Um, you see how I had to hesitate there because you just never know people are going to take things the wrong way. Um, love working with my clients and, uh, it's important to keep those skills sharp and stay connected to the clinical work, even though most of what I do is running the practice and, um, talking to you guys through a microphone. That's basically my job. So, um, anyway, what was I talking about? That's pretty bad. Can you believe it's December already? <laughs> oh man, this is this is why I still need a sidekick, you guys. And I did receive. Um, Laura sent me. Uh, There's a couple people that responded, and I've been terrible, and I haven't responded to you guys yet, and I'm so sorry. But I do want to talk to you guys and and have a conversation and see if it'd be fun to to have you um, join the show for a bit. So I'm sorry that I haven't gotten back to you guys. That's, that's terrible. It's just had a lot going on, but I still want, I still want that person because otherwise it's me laughing, staring at this wall and then looking at my dog and she's not laughing, but she would, if she understood how, how, um, how funny I'm being right now. Um, so what is your time worth? Yeah. Yeah. Doing your most, most expensive task in your business over and over again and group practice owners having a small caseload so that you can really tend to the business and have your clinicians full and supported. So that's, um, that's that. My goodness. I just had a panic moment where I thought I wasn't recording this whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry guys. This is truly what kind of day I'm having so far. Hopefully y'all are laughing and not totally freaking annoyed. Um, but if you are annoyed, I understand entirely. <laughs> So it's just a case in the Monday. It's just that's Monday for you. That's what people say too. I I hate when people say stuff like that. <laughs> I really do. I really just get annoyed at um, I don't know, just cheesy cheesy stuff like that. Well, that's Monday for you. Someone has a case of the Mondays. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, maybe. Okay, you guys are really getting to know me today. So what your time is worth. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great factor to consider. The last one from my friend Connor, underscore Connor, underscore MCC. Connor, that's Connor from Coupla Media, who's going to be in Kauai with me in January. It's going to be great. The Kauai, uh, Ernesto's Kauai Retreat for Therapists. I can't believe I'm going all the way to Kauai. It's going to be such a long trip. <laughs> it's going to be such a long trip. And uh, I'll be flying out there by myself. So if you're going, let's hang out. Um, and I'll see Connor and all sorts of other therapists and friends and consultants there. Should be fun. Should be fun. Always good to see you guys in person. <clears throat> Not a bad setting at all in Kauai. So Connor says, this is a great answer, one standard deviation above the mean. Okay. 
So, <laughs> and I think he, he replied with something else here, basically saying, here's what the mean average of, um, of therapist fees is in my area. Um, here's what a standard deviation is, if you all remember any statistics whatsoever. And then, um, uh, and then basically raising it. So figure out what the mean is, what's the standard deviation, and be one standard deviation above that. I thought that was a really cool, um, you know, idea. And you know, the other thing is, oh, I'm going to pull this up. Because my friend Jeff Gunther, who was on the show last week, and we talked about the future, he just posted a really interesting blog post that I'm going to go find so we can talk about it. But where the hell is it, Jeff? Dang it! I re- I just deleted it. Um, it was on it's on Therapy Den, and it's about basically your uh, like your therapist fees. It was therapist um, uh, therapist fees across the country, and um, and now I can't find it. But it was really interesting because um, we we have a certain you know idea of um, of what we think other people are charging, and the reality is we really have no clue. And so Jeff went through, and and maybe you guys can find this post. But Jeff went through, and um, through his data and owning Therapy Den, the directory, and basically pulled out average fees across the country in, in lots of different cities, including Charlotte. And the low, the low end for Charlotte was 105 and the high end was 150. So, um, that's basically, uh, that's basically just, th- those are the, the numbers I remember seeing when I glanced at it. And now I really wish I could find that post. Um, but Jeff does really interesting things like that a lot where he, he goes and pulls data and kind of shares it with us. Um, let's see, maybe if I look in my trash folder, but he'll, you know, he'll share really interesting stuff like that with us. And, um, it's just, it's just really neat, um, to kind of see and kind of challenge our own, uh, uh, assumptions and beliefs about fees or whatever else is charging or, or what have you. So I thought that was thought that was pretty cool. So maybe you can go find that. But yeah, I mean, that the takeaway from that, even though I can't find the damn article, is that we have to check our biases. And what we imagine is usually not the truth. You know, what we imagine is usually not quite accurate. So uh, something to think about. Something to think about. But yeah, I liked that. Um, I liked that approach from Connor. One standard deviation above the mean. Um, I thought that was. I thought that was pretty clever and a pretty cool way to do it. So, um, <clears throat> whatever it is, whatever your fee is, I just hope. My hope for you and, and the takeaway is that you feel good about your fee, and if you're thinking about raising it, what I would do is basically look at where your fee's at right now, and think about where you want to raise it to and then raise it about $20 more than that. I think I said that last time, but I think that's a good way to, to approach it. I really do. 
Um, I think you should push the limits of what you can charge. Um, and again, I talked a lot last week about why I think that's important for us as an industry, as a culture, and the way that um, consumers value or undervalue uh, mental health as a whole. I think we are the stewards of the industry and we, we need to decide and, uh, and kind of carry things forward on our own. So um, that's, just, that's just what I think. That's just what I think. But anyway, I appreciate you guys being a part of this this conversation about fees. I'm going to kind of wrap things up here because um, I'm just in a in a silly, tired mood. And but I wanted to talk about fees a bit, continue that conversation, share those great responses from Instagram. Um, and we didn't have any new listener questions this week, so um, I didn't have anything prepared um, since there's no questions. But that being said. Send us your questions. You can send them pretty much anywhere. Instagram at the John Clark. Um, Facebook, go to thejohnclark.com forward slash FB group to ask your questions via Facebook. And um, yeah, that should be that should be plenty. So um, that's it for now, guys. Um, enjoy yourselves. Have a have a great week. And like I said, over the next few weeks, episode schedule will be a little bit off um, while I'm traveling, but I promise to still um, publish at least one episode a week and I hope you're looking forward to it as am I um, alright guys hope you have a good week and uh, I'll see you soon cheers cheers